just a nigga at the NC Trying to put you up on game to put it simply Remember days I was empty Remain true to myself, that's always been key Alright, what's poppin', what's poppin', what's poppin'? You are now tuned in to another very important and informative um, and special episode of Broke Conversations. I'm your host, OG Odie. Um, how the fuck y'all doing out there? Oh yeah, um, this is the world's most poverty-stricken podcast. And yeah, I think that, yeah, that's the intro. <laughs> My bad. Welcome to the world's most poverty-stricken podcast. I'm your host, Broke. Um, I'm your host, OG Odie, and you're now tuned in to another installment of Broke Conversations. I had to redo that right quick, get it right, you know what I'm saying? Before I even get into topics, I hope everybody is doing good out there. I hope everybody is living right. I hope everybody has fucking goals in their mind. They're, they're achieving step by step, even if it's baby steps, you know, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to take the small steps to get to the running, get to the big leaps, to get to the jumps, you know what I'm saying? Um, Anyway... Yeah, I hope everybody's doing good out there. I hope everybody's feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm kind of tired. I popped me a little melatonin before I went to sleep. Because I ain't gonna lie, I was excited for this fucking episode. I got a few topics. I got a significant, significantly more um, amount of topics. Damn, I fucked that up. Whatever. Significantly more amount of topics um, than I had last time. And uh, yeah, I just want to jump right into it. Um, Jeezy versus Gucci. Okay, today is Thursday. And I'm dropping this on Thursday. So... They should be um they should be doing the verses and you know setting that up and getting it done and we should be seeing this by well I'll see this probably tomorrow because somebody will record this shit but uh <laughs> and put this shit on YouTube but yeah listen Jeezy versus Gucci this has been something that has been well anticipated by people way before even people even said something about it way before this was even really in the works um. First of all, I want to talk about their legacy and my predictions of the battle. First of all, um, when it comes to Jeezy, I'm not as well versed as I am when it comes like as as I am as I am with Gucci. That being said, um, leg le- le- let's just focus on legacy for a second. Legacy wise, I believe Gucci Mane is a way better legacy. Has a way better legacy only because he's he specifically has always put his new artists on his own albums and his own new shit just uh and for example he he dropped the album um called the so icy gang part one and he he got a lot of up-and-coming rappers don't don't get me lying about the names and stuff i haven't haven't seen um seen them around too much but from what i've heard i've listened to about maybe three or four songs on the so icy gang album that dropped this uh dropped this um this year the fact that gucci is only on it for like maybe two maybe three or four songs maybe that the rest is his um like i said his 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 new artists his new acts that he's trying to get up get up on the scene and shit like that um that being said gucci man as long as i have known him and don't get me wrong i don't like all his music i don't specifically go to a gucci man album but i think i used to when i was growing up but i i don't revisit that but that but that's that being said yeah <laughs> that being said I feel like Gucci has a bigger and better legacy. First of all, because he's coming up out of Atlanta and he he's literally the godfather of almost lit no, not almost. Everybody that's popping right now in Atlanta. 
you can say Gucci had a hand in doing that, whether it be a single, he he put him on a feature, whatever the fuck. Migos, Young Thug, which is my favorite Atlanta artist of all time. Um, but y'all should know that if you uh, if you are constant listeners of this podcast, and if you're not, now you know, you know what I'm saying. Um, you know, count ca- countless others, and then and then on top of that, those people have gotten to a certain point. Specifically, Migos and Young Thug, they got to a certain point where they got their own. I don't think they have their own label, but they're like becoming A and R's just like Gucci is. Like they're, you know, doing the same shit Gucci was doing. Uh, Young Thug putting gun in them on um, Migos. Eh, I mean, I, I guess Migos they really just do features. They ain't really with the label shit. They just more on the artist shit. But I'm saying niggas like Young Thug, and I'm pretty sure it's, it's probably other niggas that's you know passing down the torch. And you know what I'm saying just by that alone, my nigga, I, I gotta go with Gucci. <laughs> I, I gotta go with Gucci, but um. Yeah, I'm in within this whole versus thing. I, I gotta go with Gucci. Gucci has done so much for the motherfucking culture, and I'm not shitting on uh, Jeezy because you know Jeezy he he has been more of a mainstream artist. He he, he and I'm not saying he doesn't have any songs that I can't um relate with or I listen to because I bump American Dream every now and then. That's a I love that song and shit uh, with the J Cole feature. That shit is amazing. But just for me alone and my knowledge of these two artists, I gotta go with Gucci. I gotta go with Gucci. Um, let me let me move on a little bit. A few days ago, Gucci reposted a meme talking about it was a meme basically dissing Jeezy dead homie. Um, excuse me. That being said, um, I feel like that was I I, I don't know, bro. I, I feel like every everybody expected. And I guess I fall in that category too. Everybody expected Gucci to really change every ever since he came out of jail, just because his body changed. And every like that's that that was really it. Like when I really sit down and dissect it and see how people talk about, oh yeah, Gucci's doing so much better. Dude. I don't. I wouldn't say he was doing better. He just wasn't dissing people like he was when he was you know off the drugs and shit. And I guess yeah, like I'm not gonna take nothing away from that. That is an improvement, but. Um, he's obviously going back <laughs> to his old ways and shit, you know what I'm saying? And that's, and that, that, that just proves to be shown, you know, every time he, he, he does little shit. And even before this shit, before all, all this beef bullshit, um, the little, not even, well, yeah, it is beef, all the, before this little Instagram beef incident, um, it was video that surfaced him. He was cussing out somebody at the park. I think that was kicking him out, but at the same time, I don't know what happened before that camera turned on or what happened after. So who knows? Maybe Gucci was well within his rights, but that video, it didn't look really appealing to, Gucci really quote unquote changing and being a new Gucci and you know I'm so the yeah, but um that being said um I believe I I don't know where this is gonna take place because I think they had some of the verses go on like in different locations, but I think the connection it was really like a whole lot of connection issues when they did that. But listen, I will be tuning in that I will be tuning in to this verses um like I said probably today or or tomorrow. Whenever this shit get <laughs> uploaded on YouTube, you know what I'm saying, and um and yeah um I got I, I got Gucci I got Gucci, moving on let me move on because I've been talking about this a little lot uh, yeah um shout out listen this is this is older news this shit happened a few weeks ago but me being a weed head 
um, and being a weed enthusiast, I have to um, shout out these states. Shout out to Arizona, New Jersey, South Dakota, Montana, and Mississippi for legalizing and decriminalizing weed. De- I think I said that right. <laughs> decriminalizing weed. Um, that's a that's that's great, especially in 2020. We need some. We need all the good news we can get because shit, niggas been you know dying, getting robbed, getting shot, and all that other stuff. But I, I ain't even about to talk on to speak on that. I'm just glad that. We have that, and I hope that we keep pushing the motherfucking agenda. And I and I hope hope all of these legal states they go even further than that, nigga. Um, what about rehabilitation for the people? That's that's you know, whenever the laws were different, you know, the crack laws and all the I don't know the specifics, but I know I've heard you know stuff about it. You know, the crack laws, the the eighty crime bill, da da da. You know, what I'm saying like I hope that it goes further than that, especially in these fucking legal states. Because what if I got caught with a a gram and I got some crazy time. I got five years or, or some shit. Nah, I, I should be exempt too. Cause nah, the laws are changing. Right. So I, I, I want to see that and, you know, re true, true reform, you know what I'm saying? And really actual fucking change because weed is not a motherfucking drug, even though I ain't gonna lie. I, <laughs> I ain't gonna say that. We just, I'm, I'm gonna just say this. Weed is not a motherfucking drug. It doesn't hurt anything. And, and it's uh, known and it's been shown to prove a certain type of cancer. So, fuck out of here um but yeah um that's dope and shout out shout out to those states uh, shout out to those states that i just named moving on uh boosie boosie got shot in houston um i i I wasn't oh let me slow down i wasn't originally going to um going to even speak on this because because uh you know it was negative everybody getting shot getting killed blah 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 but um, it was confirmed by his team that he's okay. So I just wanted to let everybody know out there that um, if you did not know that he was he was cool, he that he is cool, and you know we we need him, man. We need him. I'm not. I don't listen. Like I ain't, I ain't gonna cap to you. Like I listen to uh, Boosie all the motherfucking time. I, I may play uh, a few songs. You know what I'm saying? Uh, every every now and then. But um, I really enjoy his personality. Like every like most people probably most of the people that's listening to this shit um on social media and shit he, he, he a real funny and genuine dude and even when he fuck up he he a grown man about it you know the mike tyson podcast that's what everybody was talking about but um with uh the one that featured boosie but i feel like that was old i feel like that shit probably a year old probably like six months old and i feel like tyson they probably just do podcasts whenever whenever the fuck they want because they don't they don't have topics you know like like i like i have my shit set up they just go in and speak on experience and that's super dope because you know they're older and shit so they can really speak on they they can really do that shit like i'm younger so i i i do have experiences i do but they're not as extensive and to the extent that um mike tyson you know all his all his guest stars so that that's dope but um yeah on 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 one of the recent Mike Tyson podcasts, he he he, he was uh, I guess scrutinizing Boosie for talking about D Wade's son, you know all that other stuff. Um, I respect Boosie that much more, you know what I'm saying, for sitting there for that whole time and not walking out, being or being a bitch and you know trying to argue. He 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 um took accountability, you know what I'm saying, and and yeah, but um <clears throat> that was a that was a little tangent. I'm just glad that he's okay. And I, I believe he got his Instagram back. It's called Boosie New IG. I, don't, I, don't, I believe I believe it's verified. If it, if it ain't verified, it's, it probably ain't. But uh, but yeah, I just wanted to uh, give y'all an update on Boosie's fucking condition. And and actually, the same go for Vinny the Butcher. He got shot in a I think a failed robbery robbery attempt. And um and yeah, 
Well, let, matter of fact, let me speak on that. A, a lot of rappers, especially young, young or old, a lot of rappers they they stick to that mindset that um, if you rob me or or if you run up on me, even if I ain't got a gun, you gotta kill me or shoot me to get my shit. And I feel like that's one of the most reckless ways to think. You feel me? Because um, my nigga, it don't even if you got a million dollar chains, are you million dollar chain? Are you saying that your life isn't worth a million dollars? Cause at the end, at the end of the day, all they even if they get caught, they're gonna get away with it, and maybe they might sell it and, and get your shit. So, would you rather be here to tell about it or not be here and say, "Oh, I went out like a real nigga"? You know what I'm saying? I I just want people to motherfucking think before they say shit. Cause especially if you older in the game, it's like my nigga, we got y'all got shit to live for. If I got shit to live for, and and my platform ain't as big as I want it to be yet. If y'all got all these loyal fans and all this other shit, my nigga, you got to think. But at the same time, fuck it. I'm young. I don't know. I, I, I ain't come up in, in the environment, so who the fuck am I? But anyway, yeah, I just want to touch on that a little bit. Um, Thieves in London. Success, oh, I love this one. Thieves in London. <laughs> I love this. Uh, this um, Yeah. This next topic. Thieves in London successfully steal and make off with six point six million dollars worth of Apple products. Um all with no weapon at all. Or at least um none of the witnesses they saw a weapon. Maybe they knocked them out or, or whatever the fuck. Um I know it was two hostages kinda kinda like hostages involved. One of them was a security, I think the other one was a driver. I believe they hit a truck. It was, it was something like that. Them niggas did some mission impossible, sh- mission impossible shit. Like when I read this shit, I, I could have sworn that them niggas. When I first started reading, it, it was like I, I could have sworn it was like yeah they did all this and and we called them down the street or something. Nah, these niggas got away with it. <laughs> these niggas got away with it, and, and it got to the point where at, at the end of the article, the uh, the police I was like, oh yeah, if you um if you come across any Apple products that's lower than the regular price, um let us know, bitch. Fuck out of here, nigga. A nigga is looking for a motherfucker deal, especially if you broke. If you got money, I understand they they don't really got no loyalty and no um. Or, or no interest in, in, in no in no shit like that. Some shit for the motherfucking low. But my nigga, fuck that. I'll, I'll buy a few of them bitches, flip them, <laughs> keep a phone. I got a phone and I got profit. Fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I would do. <laughs> Me being a broke nigga from the uh, from the NC. But yeah, they, um, yeah. I I thought that this shit was so interesting, and the reason why I thought it was so interesting is because I wanted to ask y'all, would y'all risk it? I don't, I don't I don't know. They said that they don't well they don't know or they don't want to reveal how many suspects it was. Um I got to go with it's probably at least 3 4 maybe more than that. Not nah, pro- probably 3 4. It, it don't it don't take that long. It probably won't take that much. You, you you could probably catch them off guard and strong um that's probably exactly what they did. Um would you risk it though? Would you risk it for 6.6 million dollars worth of merchandise? Um, they may get caught, but if they do not, my nigga, that is a big come up and splitting six, I didn't even think about this until now, splitting 6.6 million, um, four, even five, even six ways, nigga, you coming off with a pretty big pin, I think that, yeah, that, that, that's, that's a mill a piece if it's, yeah, and it, and if the crew's uh, smaller than that, then yeah, I'm like, bro, fuck out of here, I think that 
if my life, <laughs> if 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 I was really struggling, 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 I'm not. I'm I'm blessed. I'm broke, but I'm I'm blessed. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm I have the necessities that I need, and even stuff that I don't need. That's why you hear me so clearly on these motherfucking uh mic mics and you know the shit I use every day, gaming, some other shit. I'm 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 blessed. But if I was struggling, starving. Matter of fact, I'm not even struggling, starving, and I, I was at my bank the other day. I ain't even gonna name the bank. I was I was at my bank the other day. <laughs> it was this dude. He parked his moped in the parking lot, and he walked up to the ATM. And when he was walking back, he was counting money. I was like, man, oh man, if I was a different type of person, this would go differently. I would be a hundred dollars or however much he had in his hand, two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars richer because this nigga he was on feet. All you had to do was strong. You know, I'm 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 getting in in way too specific in the motherfucking crime that I did not and would not commit. But yeah, man, all you gotta do is all I really gotta do is walk up and strong on the nigga. You feel me? Um, but yeah, and that's on a way smaller scale. But I think, like like I said, if my if my living circumstances were different, I most definitely would take that risk. And and at the same time, I do believe in karma. I do believe that whatever you put out in the universe, you get. That's why I always try to you know give real game on it on, on this shit and really uh you know not lie i got my heart on my sleeve with this podcast and shit with this music shit any anything that i really care about and i put my heart in so that being said i couldn't do it it, it would even if i even if we got away scot-free even if nothing happened for five years ten five years i feel like bro that shit can and will come back to get you even if you don't get caught specifically for that crime i don't think i could but y'all y'all let me know DM me, do do whatever the fuck you got to do. Uh, fa- I'm on I'm on Facebook, um, you know what I'm saying. Message me and uh, you know, or 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 just think about it, think about it in your head. And uh, would you would you risk that six point six milli though, my nigga? This ain't no little two three hundred like like the shit I was talking about with the nigga at ATM. Nah, my nigga, this is some big bread. This is some life changing bread. But but. At the damn, the more the money, the more you will have to clean it. Though, like that would be just the first step. Then you have to sell it on the streets or or give it to somebody to sell it in the hoods or or wherever you're gonna sell it. So you already gotta open up a little black market, black market shop type thing. I didn't even think about this, but fuck it. Let me let me go ahead. Um, then you have to, I guess, clean. You have to clean the money unless you got a job, and I don't. They, I, yeah, I, I, if I did all that, I wouldn't show it to my job for months. If not, I, I'll probably quit. I'll probably quit. Um, just, just, be, just out of fear of being called. Oh, them, them niggas, they walk up to my job and oh, are you this, this, or where are you at? Do you have an alibi? I'd be so scared of that shit. No matter where I, where I motherfucking work, unless I worked alone, that's the only, only thing. Um, but yeah, like, um, damn, I didn't even think about that. Them niggas, they gotta clean it to fucking. Use it unless you're gonna use small amounts, like oh, here I'm gonna throw for two thousand here, two thousand there, and it, you know what I'm saying. And are you selling it? And it depends on how you're selling it because most, well, not most, a lot of sh- a lot of shit is being sold online and shit, and you can be tracked, um, online even if you do it on Cash App or whatever, like big amounts. I'm pretty sure it's a whole lot of IRS agents, they look at any of shit, so <laughs> I don't, I don't think you're just gonna be able to get away scot free. It's gonna take a whole lot of time to launder that money. So you would need a whole nother, damn, that's a deeper, darker criminal link right there. <laughs> like, damn, I didn't even think about that. But you you really would just to profit and really enjoy your mo- and enjoy your money. Unless, I guess you could say it's stocks, but I, you have to prove it and shit like that. But anyway, let me move on. 
excuse me. Um, but but yeah, let, let me know in the comment. Well, this ain't on YouTube. This will be this will be uh that's another thing. This will be going back on YouTube very soon, so you can comment. You know, it'll be a little easier. I do not have visuals yet. I will, I will be having visuals this year. Just know that. Moving on. Um, Rich the Kid on his masters. Congratulations to Rich the motherfucking kid. I don't think he's thirty years old and he has his masters. I'm pretty sure, like, I love I love hearing and seeing stories like this because, man, it's 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 matter of fact. I just heard that Taylor Swift, um, I, I don't, her manager or, or her, her label makes or whoever own, owns her masters, um, they just sold her shit for like, I think a hundred mil, maybe 300 mil. Um, they just sold the masters of her first, I think six albums. That's a whole, my, my nigga, I would, man, oh man, look, man, oh man. I would lose my motherfucking mind. Six albums, my first six albums, and to an artist, that means everything because that's their emotional development. That's their heartbreaks. You, you know what I'm saying? But I, I heard, I heard that she was um, going in the studio to re-record it. So I guess you know there's loopholes around it. But she still won't have the royalties or still won't have the rights to her original shit, which is you know what I'm saying. Like I said, she put her heart and soul in that shit. I'm pretty sure the re-record it'll sound good because her voice is probably matured and you know probably sound a little better on on maybe a few notes. But man, only your masters. That's 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 a very important thing, my nigga. That's the reason why being independent is so pushed right now. You know what I'm saying? Because even though you aren't as big and you aren't as back then, you don't have any, as many advertisers and shit like that, and contracts and relationships with these advertisers, you do have your shit. You know what I'm saying? So when, if and when you die, you know what I'm saying? Just like the late, great um King Von, you know what I'm saying? He still has his masters and his family. They're receiving royalty checks and, you know, everything that come with having the masters. So, yeah. um, Congratulations to Rich the Kid and pray for Taylor Swift. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it, it's, it's, I know it's crazy and it's, 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 a, it's a really fucked up predicament to be in. Moving on. Chris Brown joins OnlyFans. Joins OnlyFans. So, um, the reason why, I, well, I, I ain't gotta explain myself, nigga. But uh, <laughs> but nah, um, I love I love the fact that these rappers and entertainers, they're I, I don't want to say forced, but they're putting separate, they're putting different predicaments so that so that they're tested, kind of kind of in a way. Like a, a lot of rappers and entertainers, they've been tested by this coronavirus, and and who and who knows, maybe that they were planning that. Planning, planning to maybe that Chris was planning to do this way before, and and out of I'm not saying that he needs the money because out of out of every rapper he's 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 most definitely solidified. He's he's had the game locked down for most definitely ten years. As a matter of fact, ever since he came out before he even made the club his when he the back when he was just singing about females. Oh, I love you, and you know all the other stuff. Um, but yeah, I love I, I love to see ratchet um rappers branch out. But just to be clear, this is not a piece of content that I will partake in. But <laughs> I, I, I do respect the grind. I, I do respect the grind for sure. Uh, moving on, uh, Blueface. This 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 is another thing that kind of goes in that category. Blueface put his mansion on Airbnb for twenty five hundred a night. That's another smart fucking business decision. Blueface is more of a um, newer artist, so I, my nigga. It, it really don't matter how new you are. I can't I can't count nobody pockets, but like I said, a lot of rappers that are being affected by this coronavirus and shit, and you can't get 50 a show, 40 a show, you, you know what I'm saying, like what niggas was normally getting. 
and that's another question I have. When this shit does start back in concerts and Coachella and all that shit, is the prices, do the rappers, you think the rappers are going to have to adjust their prices? Like, if, if I remember a couple months ago, it was rumored that Thug get a million a show because he went to Dubai. And I I, th- I, th- I don't think it was a rumor. I think he posted this shit. E- either way, wh- whether it was or not. Is Thug gonna have to go down to eight hundred thousand or, or seven hundred thousand, you know, for a show? Because not not because of his worth, but because of these businesses and these venues have been, have been taking a hit as well. I, that's something I never thought about until just now. But that's that's that is something to think about. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn. Even when everything does start back, does your value go down because the venues? You know what I'm saying? They can't keep everything up, and it ain't as booming. Cause I, I'm I know for a fact shit ain't gonna be packed out like it was probably for a fucking while. Cause even with the football games, they're trying to you know do a percentage and shit. Oh, only thirty percent or whatever the percentage is. So that's something I will I would really like to know. Honestly. Um, but let, let me, let me get back on topic. Like I said, Blueface, he, he put his mansion up. That's fucking smart. And it's the mansion that he, uh, to add on to the intelligence of this decision, it's the, um, the mansion that he's putting up is the mansion that, um, is featured and is used or was used. I don't know if it's over, um, for bad girls club. And that was when, or blue girls club, whatever, whatever the fuck he called it bad. I think it's called bad girls club. Well, he he had a whole bunch of females um in one house. They was fighting and shit. And uh, he said that he wanted to make them more, I guess, quote unquote, ladylike, and 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 make them more of entrepreneurs with exposure and shit. And and that's dope. That's dope on his part as well. Cause shit, he he, he probably getting paid off that. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, I love to see. Excuse me. <clears throat> I love to see these artists. Doing some real shit, you know what I'm saying? Doing some shit, making real smart business moves because you can't lose. Chris Brown with OnlyFans and shit, he's a big enough star. This is probably the perfect time for him to do that. If Drake did some shit like that, he would most definitely make a billion. Probably in the first hour. <laughs> like, niggas, like, bro. He, and 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 Chris isn't the only one. A lot of people, they, they've been on it already. Safari, he, he's already been on it. You know what I'm saying? And, and shit like that. But um, you got to... The message is you got to learn to motherfucking adapt. No matter where you are, no matter how big you think you are, no matter how hot you think you are, my nigga, you got to learn to motherfucking adapt. Moving on. Um. All right. This is something This is something that I, I, I took a significant amount of time thinking about and um going through my Spotify playlist and going through my, my mixtapes a little bit. Um. This is a list of my top Eight. It was supposed to be top five originally, and it was actually supposed to be. This was actually supposed to be on next week's episode, but it's not. And now, um, you about to get it. So this is my top. It's my top eight most influential albums, and I'm a. This is not in any specific order, okay? Um, 2014 Forest Hill Drive. I know if you listen to this podcast, you've heard me say this before, but I don't give a damn. I'm gonna give a, a brief, a, a brief uh reason why. 2014 Forest Hills Drop. I was in high school, and this was the album that really got me. I'm I'm not even gonna say all that. This is the epitome of rap, the the epitome of the greatest rap that I've ever heard, and the greatest rap that has influenced me the most. Because I was young, impressionable. I was in high school. Um, I didn't know who the fuck I was, and I was learning that. And a part of that journey was a big part of that journey was me playing 2014 Forest Hill Drive re- religiously, and it, it really showed me 
and, and this and I didn't even want to rap in 2014, so I can't even say it inspired me. But now that I am a rapper, that album it does inspire me to rap somewhat like that because, like I said, to me, just to me personally, that's the greatest album of all time for me. Um, yeah. Um, let me see. Number two, West '96, Part Two. This album, um. And it's and and it's by Loot on Dreamville West ninety six part two, yeah. Let me see. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't heard point uh part one, but like I said, I've heard part two. This album um specifically helped me with my depression before I even knew I had depression. Like when I was down, those songs on there like like Get Up and and Home, um, which are a few songs off the album. Just off, just off the top of my head, those songs they really helped me get a grasp of no matter what the fuck I'm going through, even at that time, um, shit can and will get better as long as I make the effort to make it get better, to change shit, to change your environment. Like it, it don't matter how low you are, you know what I'm saying. If you're here still, if you can still hear, you can hear. If you can still listen, if you can still touch, you can still feel, if you can still speak, you know what I'm saying. You have a voice and you have the power to bring yourself out, and that that album has has. Matter of fact, even to this day, whenever I get down and stuff, I, I turn I turn that on just to feel my feelings and and just know that my nigga, it's not over. Even if you feeling, you know, even if you feeling down, it's the shit not over at all. Um, let me move on. Flower Boy, Flower Boy. I feel like. Looking back on the album, I, I loved it so much, and it's a classic album. I love it so, for so many type of reasons. One reason is the music, the type of music, it's not the the today's pop shit. It, it's it's the it's really like new school. It's like some old school shit, old school samples, old school. And even if even if it ain't old school sample, it has an old school vibe, and and it really like of all the um Tyler created, he reminds me of Al Green, and and and. Just by the type of music that he makes and 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 some, you know what I'm saying, and the vibe of the tracks, and the um, like I said, the texture of the fucking of the fucking records, you know what I'm saying, um. I guess, I guess a a few songs on Flower Boy they kind of taught me the same thing about depression. The the nine one one Mr Lonely that was my soundtrack for a long motherfucking time. I love matter of fact. I like I I love that and and I love the fact that um he was so different. That's that's my second point kind of um for for, for the reason why I chose Flower Boy. Tyler the Creator, he he at first I didn't like him. My friend uh Tatiana, she 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 really put me on to him a couple years ago. I didn't like him because it was so different and it was so unorthodox and out of the box. And sometimes he made shit that was you know weird and crazy. But as I got as I got older and as I grown and as I've learned, you know the what music really is and what it means. Like because as a kid, you can't really because even when I even though J Cole has always been my favorite artist as a kid, when I was listening to Born Center was dropping like. 2013. I wasn't breaking down the lyrics. He was saying, "Oh, and, you know, all the double entendres, double entendres, and shit like that." So I, I really couldn't appreciate it. But now, as I'm older and as I've grown and as I'm matured and as my music taste have has had opportunity to have more depth, um, <clears throat> I love that Tyler don't give a fuck. And and 
not not in a bad way, but he don't he. Tyler doesn't make music specifically for the fans. He makes vibes. He makes he makes moments. You know what I'm saying? It, it's it, it's kind of like movies. Every single album he makes is it's really like a movie. You could you you could put every song in in a certain movie scene and and even the interludes. He it's so fucking amazing and it's all of it's so different. You you can't you can't box it in to just like how how they um how they gave him the I think he won a Grammy for the best rap album. I, um, Tyler isn't under the specific box of rap. I think I would call it alternative rap, but honestly, most rap is alternative rap, unless it's the shit that came from New York, the, the shit that originated, the boom bap shit. That's the only rap most niggas respect, and most niggas actually call hip hop and rap. Most music, even some of the mu- even the music I make is, I, it probably would be considered alternative um rap. You know what I'm saying? But um. But yeah, like, like I said, that those were reasons why I got Flower Boy on my top eight most influential albums. Moving on, Slime Season Two. <laughs> Slime, I'm, I'm, I'm even, I'm, I'm a group these together. Slime Season Two and Rich Gang the Tour Part One. This shit with Rich Homie. Those were soundtracks to my life. Those were soundtracks to my life. I, I love. I, I could turn it on now and damn near recite the whole motherfucking album. Both of them. <clears throat> Both of them. I, I remember walk, walking through those halls of Pinecrest. I had my little speaker that that um that somebody sold me for five dollars. I, I still I still got the same speaker. I bought I bought a speaker in ninth grade from this dude that stole it from Walmart. It's waterproof. All that. I got me a little Phillips speaker, and I, I remember bumping that, and I, I still use it today. You know, sometimes. Um, I remember bumping that religiously all throughout my motherfucking years. Ever since I got it in ninth grade, I've always had me a speaker. Always loved, you know, loved music, loved that shit. And even though other niggas may have had better, bigger, and better speakers, I believe my music taste was probably be- it <laughs> was probably better. But it's not a competition. That that's that's not the point I'm trying to make. Um, the point I'm trying to make is, like I said, those two albums. Like th- that's when I really probably fell in love with thugs music and, and creative process and and another thing that i want to reiterate on is young thug he taught me to be myself like this nigga was hated ever since he ever since he came out and i, I loved him ever since i've heard him even as like i said as a young and before i could really dissect shit um for the simple fact that he doesn't care this nigga wear dresses this nigga wear whatever or whatever he want to call it you know what i'm saying and I think he said ninety percent of his clothes is is women's wear and shit like that. But you know everybody don't ain't built like him. He built like a he, you, whatever he, whatever. I ain't, I ain't trying to roast the nigga. You know I'm I'm trying to give him props. But like I said, he taught me the individuality and personality and and being your own self. Like it fucking pays off. Look at where he is now. He is putting he is sunning not even sunning in a bad way, but he he is sunning other niggas in a rap game. Gunna little baby. My nigga, uh, Lil Got It, um, Lil Keed, all them niggas, I listen to listen listen to them niggas. Some more than others, but my nigga, he is the epitome of being me till it fucking catches on. And I love that shit. Cause that's the same mentality I got with this podcast and shit, with anything I put my heart into. So, yeah. Um, moving on. To Pimp a Butterfly. Woo! To Pimp a Butterfly, that's I don't think Kendrick can top that album. Just like I don't think Cole can top 2014 for Sir John. Um, to Pimp a Butterfly, um, 
it kind of goes along with what with what I was saying earlier about um depression and, and getting through it because because of songs like you and I and um and all right I, I, yeah I believe all right is on um to Pimper butterfly let me look it up right quick there we go let me look at the um for free uh King Kunta man all this shit my nigga King Kunta institutionalized these walls you yep all right is on here all right for uh for sale I don't remember how it sound like hood politics I I love that song because because it, it it really broke down to me that um the government and gangs are the exact motherfucking same thing gangs just matter of fact government kill people it's the exact same thing um I I, I forgot well I I didn't forget Let me, I'm gonna roughly translate it because I ain't, I ain't heard it in a minute but um on that song hood politics Kendrick Kendrick said um red or blue which one you repping uh um Democrats and Republic and some some shit some shit he he uh he flipped he he flipped the words democrat and republican to be democrats and blood republican republic blood some some shit and that was that was a big eye opening moment for me because traditionally that's not what the fuck I thought and me being a young nigga listening to this shit cuz I um I think this I, let me see I, I'm I'm done saying I think um oh damn this shit came out in 2015 I thought it was 2017 um but yeah um that that was a real big eye opener for me and not just that one song like like I said all the other songs and shit and and the concepts and shit it's like this shit is crazy he he was really on some, I guess, I guess I'll call it revolutionary. You know what I'm saying? That that's what Ti just Ti just called Kendrick the most uh, rev, revolutionary artist of all time. And I, it, it, he cool, he cool. But when you put him on a scan, when you put him on a scale, let, let me get this right. Kendrick Lamar is one of the greatest rappers of all time. Everybody know that. But when you put him on a scale with everybody else, my nigga Joey Badass got a whole album. Um, what's it? All, all American Badass. Um, that shit. I know that came out in 2017. That is something I would put against, not not necessarily put against, but I would put in the same category of um of to pimp of to pimp a butterfly when it, when we talking about the political shit and all oh, the system fucked up and uh, it, it's it's specifically um wants black people to fail and shit like that, which is true, you know, which is true, but that that's a whole another podcast, but um but yeah though like um the black of the berry complexion all these songs they're they're uplifting and they're and they taught me to love my motherfucking blackness to love myself to to love everything about me you know what i'm saying even if you no matter what you look like and the rhapsody verse uh, man yo it's it's a masterpiece that album is a motherfucking masterpiece my nigga like it, it, it ain't it ain't it ain't nothing else to say let me move on um well move on to these last two kanye i had to put some kanye albums in this motherfucker so <clears throat> excuse me i got graduation and i got my dark twisted my beautiful dark twisted fantasy um i was going over the playlist of both of these albums and i don't know which one i love more and i love these very much very much so me making this list i, I don't think I, I don't i don't think i can um put one over the other Hold up, my my bad. Um, shit like, shit like Good Morning. I wonder. I I love that song so much. I don't listen to Good Life because I, if you know me and my music taste, I don't listen to hits. 
even even if by my, even if it's by my favorite artist, I hate listening to hits because it's like, damn, this shit was played the fuck out. I like deeper shit. This, this shit the niggas ain't really fucking with. You know what I'm saying? Um, everything I am, homecoming, flashing lights. I didn't like Barry Bonds. Can't can't tell me nothing. Like I said, that's a hit. So I don't, I don't, I don't really listen to that. Um, stronger, even that was a hit. But I, I, I every now and then I I'll, I'll bump it. And uh, you know, champion and shit like that. It's like my nigga. My my nigga, that's some classic music. That's some timeless music. And um and I know that and and the value of that music only goes up every time Kanye drops another album that's not ghost written by whoever that was whoever was ghostwriting his shit. You know what I'm saying? So the value of of the old Kanye shit goes up every time you drop a dumbass single. You're such a fucking hoe. You know what I'm saying? Like like shit shit like that. Um but yeah, um that's my that's my top eight. Oh wait, I, I didn't. I didn't say why. Those, I feel like those two albums. It kind of go in the category of classic music. Classic music. Kanye doesn't make music like anybody else, and um, not specifically verbatim like anybody else. He 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 has. Maybe he'll mix two samples in one song, maybe three, you know what I'm saying? He has such an unorthodox way of thinking and, 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 you know what I'm saying, way of making music, and he's a fucking amazing creator. So, those, I, I think those last two albums, they, they influenced me um, by being so different, and, and it, I guess it kind of stepped into the realm of what I said about Young Thug. Like, all, all these albums, they really got a lot in common, like, Kanye don't give a fuck. He's always the most underrated, the most hated, and, and you know shit like that. And um, like I said, nigga, teach you. N- nigga taught me a lesson. Just just be your motherfucking self. Be your motherfucking self, and make some shit that's not like anybody else's. Make some shit that's that'll really have you recognized. That's why. I, um, matter of fact, at, at the end, of, we closing on. We closing on to the um to the end of this episode. So at the end of this episode, you will be able to hear the first song I ever made. And I'm glad I didn't drop it yet. It's called Don't Make Sense. This is the first song I ever made. And I and I love that I'm dropping it now. Be, now after the most recent song that I've actually recorded and did, which is Sun Rays, which is on the last podcast. If you ain't heard that, please go back and listen to it. Um the last podcast episode named adding personality and um yeah listen to that and uh I, I want y'all to specifically do that even if you already heard it go back please if you give a fuck about me nah <laughs> go go back please and just listen to the contrast from the effort and and the and the the whole experience of the sunray song compare that to the don't make sense that's the first song i ever made this song don't make sense it, it took me only um it less than a day it, it took me like maybe it not even an hour. It, I, I wrote this song really easy. I turned just I just turned on the beat, started freestyling, and I I love the way I love the structure of this shit. I, I love it. I love it. Um, there's there's not a lot that I don't like about it, but um, and, and I and also this this was the first and only song, and probably the only song. Well, I ain't gonna say that. This is the first. This was the first and only song that I've ever recorded all the way through. Like I didn't I didn't punch in on on the last song. Some I I did a whole lot of punching in. Probably after like four bars and shit, but on on this song I went all the way through, and I, I ain't gonna care. I've been smoking a lot lately, and damn, my motherfucking breath. 
Damn, it's so hard to keep it. I, I think I think I'm gonna have to uh, do do like my nigga Will and uh, start working out, start start running the shit. Shout shouts to him. See him ten music go stream um all his shit. Diddy Chappelle, all, all all his shit, all his shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah though. Um, I do want y'all to listen, listen, listen to that shit and hear and really like listen and, and hear the comparing and in, in, in contrast to this shit because. It's it's sound, to me it's sound like totally different totally different people rapping and and I love the fact that I still haven't been rapping for a whole year yet a whole three hundred sixty five days and I've improved very vastly like my metaphors and shit they they kind of coming together I'm moving on to bar structure now I'm working on I ain't about to spill all the beans just know I'm improving my nigga and I I love this feeling man I love it especially now. Especially now, this time of year, man, I you know I get sold down and depressed down in the dumps and shit, and you know I got an outlet. This is one of the first times in my life that I'm knowing what I want in my life, and it feels so good, man. It feels so good to know what I want from life and what I'm going to achieve and what I'm going to do till I die. And it's this shit, and I I really hope y'all appreciate this shit, man, because I'm getting better. I know that for a fact. I'm getting I'm getting better at this podcast and shit. I'm, I remember at the at the um. At the beginning of this shit, even when I was doing it alone, I, I I'm getting better at speaking. I'm getting better, at, <laughs> you know, enunciating all that shit. And I I love to see my own motherfucking process, I, my progress, and and see the process, nigga. Ooh, you know, ooh, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But uh, but yeah, though, let me let me move on. Um, let me see, let me see. Well, since we're talking about my music, um, let, let's talk about the Ayala process. Um, Ayala is the name of a song that I am going to drop. I'm not going to give any hints on what it's about, whatever, whatever. Just know I will be remixing. Uh, what's that song? Uh, what's that shit called? Fuck. I don't know. It's a Drake and Jay and Janae Aiko song. I believe they probably only got one song. So, yeah, or maybe a few. But listen, I, I will be remixing that. And listen, the um the writing process is done. I've written everything I'm gonna write. I just haven't been in the mood to actually sit down and, and record this shit. Excuse me again. <clears throat> I haven't been in the mood to, to really sit down and, re- and record this shit. You feel me? Because rap and creativity, it doesn't hit all. <clears throat> excuse me. It doesn't hit all the time. So I, I'm gonna take advantages of those moments when it does hit, so I can give y'all 100. percent So just know. The Ayana song will probably be, ho- hopefully the next podcast I drop will have it at the end because I I, I really love the fact that I'm putting my own music at the, at the end of this shit. It, it, may, it add a whole nother element, but um, but yeah though, listen, the next song hopefully by the by the time you listen to the next installment of Bro Conversations, this will be out and this will be um yeah th- th- this will be bumping. So yeah, um moving on. Let me see. Talked about that. Talked about that. Um, let me go ahead and get. Listen, Ugh. there have been, especially in my area, the Southern Pines area, there have been a whole lot of motherfucking shootings, especially around my house. Like somebody yesterday, they they pulled up, and I I heard the shots because I had my window up. Um, they pulled up and dumped like six, seven shots and and hit somebody's car. Nobody was hit. Nobody was killed, but. That happened and, and and niggas pulled off like it was nothing. Like yo, this shit is this shit is crazy. Like I I was thinking I was thinking like, what if I die? What if I you know I'm so, I don't even want, I don't even like to think about that. I I really don't. I don't like to. Yeah, but listen, 
there has been a whole lot of you know what I'm saying just kid shit at the end of the, at the end of the day because the nigga that can't use his hand I mean use his brain use his mouth will use his fist and maybe use a gun. So that being said, my nigga, we gotta grow up. We gotta be adults. Like bro, I'm not beefing with nobody. I, I don't think I've ever beefed with anybody, and I, especially me in my adult life. I'm not pulling up to you to fight. I'm not. I'm, no, my nigga, we are talking this out as adults. I've been at this space in my life for a long time, and I'm and I'm just encouraging y'all, whoever out here listening, please be on the be on similar or the same type of time with me because my nigga, life is too short. People is dying left and right. Viruses, shootings, whatever the dying in sleep, suicide, especially suicide. I can't stress that enough because ever since this coronavirus, ever since this whole pandemic, a lot of people they have been going to the bottle, going, going to even me, going, going to weed, going to you know what I'm saying because it's a stressful motherfucking time. But just make sure that you have somebody to talk to and make sure that whoever you got an issue with, my nigga, speak to them like a motherfucking man or or a woman. Or vice versa. Speak speak to them as adults, my nigga. We we are it's twenty twenty. We need to preserve life as much as we can. Not 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 just because it's it's this year. Just because we're alive and we're here, we need to we need to learn to respect life more. Because man, nine times out of ten, the beef don't even be that. That that crazy like niggas is just immature. Niggas can't say I'm sorry or or you know come to an under fucking standing. This shit is crazy and and the fact that I'm in my house in my bed watching TV and I'm hearing six shots and I don't know if they gonna come in ricochet hit me my mama my nephew, bro. That's that shit is lame as fuck. That that that's that shit is lame and I, I we shouldn't have to live in fear. You know what I'm saying and it doesn't happen. Every motherfucking day, but it's been happening, especially the past week. It's been about three or four shootings, three or four shootings. It was, it was one on the opposite. Man, it's, I'm, man, this shit, this shit is crazy, man. Just, 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 just take, take what I just said. Please, please take it, take it into consideration. If you think about having beef or whatever the fuck, please let let's grow up and let's mature and let's level up, man. We, we stop. If you if you got the same temperament, the same attitude you got in high school that you had in high school, nigga, what the fuck is you doing with life? What the fuck is you doing with life, my nigga? Improve. That's what the fuck I'm on. That's what the people that's in my small circle is motherfucking on. Shout out to J Solo Key. Um, let me move on. Uh, lighter news. Let me move on. Uh, Nick Nick Cannon is having talks with Viacom. Uh, with Viacom's. Uh, damn, with Viacom CBS president of entertainment about Wilder not returning. This is great news. This is great news. This is something that's that's motherfucking great, great to know, great to see, great to do. I can't wait, and I really hope that everything can happen so that can happen. Because if Nick don't come back, like um like DC and 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 everybody else on eighty um Carlos and uh Chico Bean, they said nah. If, if Nick don't come back, and I'm pretty sure they're not the only ones that feel like that. Because nah, bro, that's Nick's child. That even though he he may not own the name, whatever the fuck, I, I don't know the legalities of it specifically. But without Nick, that show nah, fuck out of here, my nigga. You nah nah. So I, I really do hope that for every everybody's sake, you know what I'm saying, that that can happen because everybody make mistakes, bro. Every, everybody make mistakes. Ain't, ain't, ain't nobody perfect. And if you try to put and if you put one person at the at the standard of, oh, yeah, everything, they, everything that they should do should be perfect. Then we should do the same thing. Same thing. 
with you, whether the camera's on and off, and everybody knows, and ain't nobody motherfucking perfect. We always make mistakes. We we all got got some shit with it. So I really hope, and I, you know, I really hope, <laughs> I really hope that um that can get back because while and out, that is a pillar in a pillar in the motherfucking culture. No matter what color you are, it, it's a whole lot of funny shit, a whole lot of whole lot of shit that that comes in. That comes with that You know what I'm saying And it brings people joy At the end of the motherfucking day It, it ain't no hate speech It ain't no Oh, oh you, uh, you're right Or you're left wing Or you're right wing Oh I hate you Or you, you're wrong You know It ain't no just division it, It's some shit that brings everybody together Laughter, comedy And silliness You know what I'm saying And we need that Especially now More than motherfucking ever So That being said this damn, I'm almost at an hour. Yo, all, all I gotta say is if 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 I do have any loyal listeners <laughs> that's listening all the way down to me talking to my or talking to y'all for a whole motherfucking hour, I appreciate y'all. And um uh yeah, I appreciate y'all. And this has been another installment of Broke Conversations. I'm your host, OG Odie, the host of the uh, the world's most poverty stricken podcast. You feel me? Donate to the motherfucking cash. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Anyway, um, listen. Up next, we get we got like I said earlier. This is the, this is this first song I ever made. Don't make sense. Please be sure to go back to the last episode and listen to Sunrays. That's the last song I ever made. And please compare and contrast it to the first because I really want to know what y'all think. DM me, Facebook me, blah blah blah. My name is yeah. Um. Broke broke conversations on Facebook and broke com broke dot conversations on Instagram broke dot conversations I mean um OG dot OD on Instagram so yeah please listen give me feedback and yeah without further ado don't make sense by OG OD peace. Black Lives Matter. P. George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Sandra Bland, countless others, man. We standing the fuck up. As an out, Pluto. Man, I swear it don't make sense. There's only so much we can take in. Swear that love in their heart is so vacant. People looking but don't even say shit. They supposed to protect us but steady be damaging. Too many funerals, too many candles lit. That's why we ride and we just can't handle it. That's why we ride and we just can't handle it. They kill us in uniform. I promise they shoot until you are gone. I'm just gonna make sure that you inform. Racism is what they do it for. We got some that's peaceful protesting. We got some that's grabbing their weapons. I just hope you get the message. Officers killing our mothers, our sisters, our brethren. We disconnected. They fucked up the latency. They trying to kill us with modern day slavery. Will it get better? We just gonna wait and see. Man, I swear it don't make sense. It's only so much we can take in. Swear that love and that heart is so vacant. People looking but don't even say shit. You don't even say shit. They walk around faking. Fuck it, I hate it.